This is W. Devoncraft Esquire, and you are listening to the uh, BS Podcast Network. This is Officer Mo Weekend coming to you straight from Port Fouchon, Louisiana, on the beautiful Gulf of Mexico. You're listening to the Magic Our Way Podcast with your hosts, Kevin, Danny, Eli, and the ever so lovely Lee Lastovica. Take it away, guys. Jumbo, everyone! Harambe! And welcome to another edition of the, the Magic, Magic Our Way Podcast. Mecca, lecca, hi, mecca, hi, ho, everyone. You are listening to the Magic Our Way Podcast from New Orleans, Louisiana, in the United States of America. We are artistic buffs talking about Disney stuff. MagicRoadway.com is where you can find us. My name is Kevin. And I am Danny. And with us today, we have our lovely travel agent for Magical Moments <laughs> Vacations, Mr. Lee Lastavica. How you doing, Lee? I know you are, but what am I? <laughs> you lovely. I know you are, but what am I? Lovely. How did you get to be lovely? What ha- did Y'all must have really hit it hey, off yes, last week. That's right. Oh, so ever lovely. So, not just lovely, ever so lovely. So, yeah. I got that going for me. <laughs> yeah, you tender. You tender. Tender or tender? Tender is the night. Can't imagine he's serious. <laughs> With his Watto beard and the ever so scruffy. The ever so scruffy. I like the ever that. so scruffy. I like that. That's right. And guys, that other voice you heard is our resident comic genius, Mr. Eli Ivory from IvoryComics.com. How you doing, E? Oh, good. And a Casa de Regalos to y'all, too, out there. How y'all doing? Casa de Regalos, man. El Pollo Loco. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No guapo. El Pollo Hermano. No guapo. Ah, que tiempo hace. Uh, yeah. Cotulumbre. <laughs> Eli. <laughs> What's happening? Do you even know what is a plethora? Yeah, it's ever so lovely. <laughs> <laughs> ever so lovely. <laughs> How's everybody been? It's been a while since all four of us have been together. <sighs> Reunited yeah, and it feels it. so good. Reunited, ever so lovely. It's so lovely. It's so lovely being up here. I love all these lovely people. Just beautiful faces. Yes, yes. That's just lovely. Ever so lovely. That's like the hair relaxer for the sisters. Ever so lovely. <laughs> you represented the, the state, Louisiana. Uh, we got our quarterback of the Saints down there in Orlando. Yes. At the Wild World of Sports. In getting Disney World, for, yes. In Disney World, getting ready for the Pro Bowl. They finally oh, wow. sent him, so that's good things. You know, a lot of good things happening. Mardi Gras is about to ramp up. It's cold as heck over here now. Mm, I like I'm, the cold. I've been sick past couple weeks. It's been an adventure, ladies and gentlemen. You were sick the other week. Too. I was you... sick the other week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> that's how you sell it, boy. That's how you sell it. That's how you pin. Needles that's like when you call him to work. You're like, oh, <laughs> did I remember to yeah. cough? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I can't come. I was, uh, I was sick <laughs> last week. <laughs> 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 So guys, we got a lot of stuff to catch up on and talk about, man. So my weekends, ladies and gentlemen, enough of my jibber-jabber. Let's go make some magic. Be our guest. Be our guest. Put our service to the test. Tie your napkin. Yes, sir. Here we are in the segment in which we get to respond to things sent in by you, the listener. In this case, we're reading a bunch of emails that were sent in by a few of our listeners here and there. So the first one up. We have Mr. John Stallings. We haven't heard from him in a while, so looking forward to hearing what you have to say. And this one kind of goes back to December. We, we do have to catch up on some things. And he says, hey, guys, for my birthday, my son and daughter-in-law took me to see Rogue One this past Saturday. I have some great kids. 
I really enjoyed the movie. It was easily a standalone movie, but fit well with the overall story. I did have a problem with Darth Vader's helmet, and I could tell that his movements were different. Also, did he look smaller than the original? I also love the one-liners that were sprinkled throughout making tie-ins to the original movies. I thought the CGI was done well on Tarkin, and I thought they did it well, well for Mon Mothma, but I guess they did a great job finding a close look-alike. I was nervous at the beginning when they flashed from Jen getting rescued out of the pit to her groan and in jail, but they recovered nicely. Okay. Uh, at the end, I kept waiting for Shirut Imwe. Imwe? Imwe? Did I say that right? Shirut? Shirut Imwe. Shirut Imwe. Yeah, I did it. Imwe? Yes. At the end, I kept waiting for Shirut Imwe, the blind guy, staff to turn into a lightsaber, which I think would have been really cool. The tip looked <laughs> like the handle for one. Overall, great movie. A strong two thumbs up. As always, I enjoy the podcast. Hope you all have a great Christmas and a happy new year. <laughs> well, bel- first of all, belated Christmas, Merry Christmas and a happy new year to you too, John. We did mention we were behind, didn't we? Yeah, we did mention we were behind. So we've actually answered a couple emails along the way. Yeah, <laughs> just we're kind of going back into our yeah. archives, if you will. Exactly. Yes. Um, but yeah, Mon Mothma, uh, that was... Uh, that wasn't CGI, right? It wasn't, yeah. It was yeah, the same yeah. actress that they used from the prequels from uh, Revenge of the Sith. Okay. So yeah. she's actually been in the movies before. As far as Darth Vader goes, um, I didn't really notice that so much, but the, the quality of the copy of the movie that I watched was probably not the best to be able to notice little details like that, and I'll yeah. say no more. Um <laughs> <laughs> Lee, you saw it. Did, what did you think about the helmet? Did you? Did you? Yeah. Did you notice anything different? I didn't notice it um, per se. I mean, maybe now that it's in my head, I might notice it if I watch it again. But I didn't really notice it being any different. Um, bigger, maybe. As long as it wasn't dark helmet, right? This <laughs> yeah. wasn't spaceballs <laughs> or anything strange. As far as Shrewd Mway goes, I mean, I don't think he's a Jedi though. Yeah, he was a. Pro- protector of the jedi temple or whatever but he wasn't yeah. an actual jedi right right so i didn't expect not not that there haven't been people who were not jedis carrying lightsabers right. in star wars I, movies before but yeah because of that i didn't expect that but that would have been pretty cool if it turned into a doth uh maul kind of doth maul yeah, yeah. that would have been pretty killer he could wield it i'm sure i want i want i want like jedi like like teenage mutant ninja turtle like sabers you know like one have like the sigh <laughs> Side sabers and another one. Like, yeah, I guess Donna, sabers. One of the dudes had like the nunchuck sabers, and I guess the other guy can have a regular lightsaber. But then they wouldn't be sabers. Sabers are like swords. So. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So still- it would be like like light light size, light size, light, <laughs> light chucks, chucks. <laughs> light chucks. Yeah, sounds like a candy. <laughs> it's still a good concept, Kevin. I, I, I yeah, well, you know, it's it's it would have been neat. Keep working on it though. I yeah, mean, yeah, sure yeah, yeah, an idea yeah, there. yeah. You say you say turtles would wield it? No, I don't know about well, maybe maybe just short Jedi. Yeah, or it could be like Yoda's long lost children. You know? Yeah, and then you have the rat. You know, rat could come back. He'd be like Master Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I like it. I like it. Splinter Saber. That's right. Splinter Saber. Splinter Saber. That's funny. right. Who's <laughs> next? <laughs> All right, we got uh, our next email from Elizabeth Rasmussen. She says, "Hi guys, love your podcast. I'm a lifelong Disney fan, so I love being able to listen to your podcast and geek out." I just started listening, so I have been catching up on old podcasts. Loved your series of podcasts on 33 Ways Disneyland and Walt Disney World are better than each other. (laughs) I thought of another reason Walt Disney World is better than Disneyland. Candlelight Processional. 
It started in Disneyland, but it has been in Epcot for years. I've sat in the audience for years and I enjoyed the show, but I never knew how detailed the preparation for the show is. I recently helped chaperone my high school's chorus. I'm a high school history teacher as they performed and got to see everything behind the scenes. It was pretty cool. I totally think that candlelight is a huge advantage over Disneyland. When I listened to the Rogue One podcast, I noticed in the discussion about the voice of K2SO, Ellen Tudyk, 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 did I say that right? And it works. I know who he is. I'm, I'm not yeah. quite sure how you pronounce his name. Um, while he has done tons of Disney voices, I think he's most well known as Wash from Firefly Serenity. As I said, I am a total geek and therefore loved Firefly. Okay. Anyways, thanks for reading my ramblings, and you can blame Lee for getting me addicted to the podcast. He and I know he and I know each other from Facebook group of Disney fans. Uh, winky face. I hope you all have a great holiday season, Elizabeth. Holy cow. Ever so lovely, winky face from women. What is going on over there? I know. He's got the attraction. That's the Raz right there. That's the Raz, yeah? Yeah, that's that's her nickname, the Raz. The Raz. Is she from Louisiana? She, she actually a very was Louisiana name. This, um, she was actually, no, I don't think she's, no, not at all. Uh, all right. She was actually trying to meet us when we were down there for food and wine. Um, really? I had added her to the to the uh, Morocco reservation, but she couldn't make it um, oh. that time. So, yeah. So, she's been trying to hook up with us for a while. And she's a, definitely a big-time loyal uh, Disney fan, and I'm glad she's listening to the podcast now. So Oh, that's awesome. Well, thank Hi, you, Raz. Elizabeth. Hey, Raz. We'll call the Raz. <laughs> yeah, we have to come up with a Moican name for the Raz. The Raz. Just, the Raz is fine. The Raz is plenty. <laughs> just call the Raz. You don't need to put there any polish on that. How that's many <laughs> nations have somebody called the Raz? That's pretty bad. That's pretty badass. But look, yeah, I mean, look, candlelight procession is definitely a, a, a legitimate reason, you know? Yeah, the, as far as the, all the work that goes in preparing for that, yeah, I have a friend of mine. He teaches chorus at a local high school here in New Orleans, and he takes his group down pretty much every year. And so basically what happens, they get sent the music when they apply to perform at this, and they, then they use a, a ton of choirs that perform uh, with the candlelight procession. You have the, the main set of professionals in the center that make up the tree. And then you have all the visiting choirs, student choirs that fan out from that. So you have that big old group. Have y'all seen it? Have y'all, y'all seen Kelly? Danny, you've seen it, right? I yeah, I have seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so um, anyway, yeah, they send the music out to the schools and they prepare it on their own. And so basically what happens when they all meet down at Disney World, uh, they go into one of the rehearsal spaces and they rehearse the music and, you know, they get it, everything together and they rehearse with the pros and then they're on stage, man. They go for it. You know, it all happens over a quick little weekend and uh, it makes it a, a really fun uh, uh, experience for the students. Mm-hmm. getting to do that you know they get a quick trip a quick break in the winter so to speak from you know after exams you know this particular school they finish this stuff and they get to travel to Walt Disney World and they get to do something that they're you know they love their art and they get to do it with a company that's known for great art you know from performing arts to visual arts so yeah that's uh candlelight procession man that's that's definitely a reason mm-hmm and maybe one day when we solidify that 33 reasons, we'll publish it. Because <laughs> you know? we know there's a lot of things that we forgot. You know? Oh, yeah. That, that's a list in progress. Oh. Yeah. Like, I think the chief pointed out that we forgot about Club Pool. I was like, oh, yeah. You know. Uh, Club Pool is nice. It's an added little bonus. I don't know if it's a reason. You see, it's more like a sprinkle rather than like yeah, the whipped cream. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> <Sprinkle>. <laughs> good way oh, to put it. That's a good analogy. That's right. That's right. That's right. Cool. Well, all right, the Raz. The Raz. The Raz. Is that what y'all call her, Lee? The Raz? Yeah, how did y'all come up with that? I mean, it sounds like an intestinal illness of sorts. Because <laughs> no one can ever pronounce her last name. Rasmussen? So that's, Rasmussen? Yeah. What's wrong with that? No, I'm just saying. Like, that's what she, that's her, like, from oh. 
whenever she was in. So are you the last? Because <laughs> people can't pronounce Las Tavika. Are you the last? The ever so lovely Laz. <laughs> but I didn't make it up. That's her nickname. Like she's had forever. The Raz. Oh, okay. So, so she likes that. She likes being. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, good. She so likes being razzed on. <laughs> Anyway, guys. Well, th- Elizabeth, thank you for writing it, man. Well, we well, hold up one second. I think that you mentioned about the dude from Firefly as oh, well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Firefly. Now, you you said the- it like, I, that's one I got to admit here. I've never seen Firefly. Yeah, it's a cool show. Uh, cool so show. T- what is it about? Okay, Josh Wheaton, who did Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and later on the Avengers, he did like, it's kind of like Star Trek mm-hmm. uh, with a lot more, mm, how do you say it? I mean, basically, it's, it's, it's a funny Star Trek. Okay. Uh, it's got uh, what's his, Nathan Fallon's in it, mm-hmm. but it's more humorous mm-hmm. than anything. It just takes the sci-fi genre and it just kind of humanizes it, uh, kind of huh. sum it up. I remember him mostly from uh, Death at a Funeral. Uh, he was uh, Frank Oz directed. Uh, so there, this there's isn't the, the, the Chris Tiger. Rock version, right? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> this is I could never figure that out. How they remade that, <laughs> like. Less than five years, I want to say, after the original movie came out. I mean, generally, you, you need to give it some time. But no, they, they were like, we're going to black it up. Black it up. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. So you're familiar with that show. Yeah, he yeah. is. So yeah. I'm glad because I, yeah, I didn't I, know I did either. not yeah. know that show. When she said most people know him from that, I'm like, wow. To, to be honest, the uh, how long has that show? That show's been out for, well, I mean, it, it, it doesn't air anymore. Was it within the last seven years? Oh God! Uh, anything post child, I I want to yeah, I want to say early two thousand like three years the last three years no okay, so it used to air on it's Fox. not that old no I'm checking his IMD page IMDb page and this dude does everything I mean there's not nothing he he was the Flash he was Green Arrow <laughs> he was King Candy he was he was uh, King Candy yeah he was King Candy he was he was the Duke of Wesselton I guess for from Frozen. Oh, I recognize that guy yeah okay. um Weaseltown Alistair Cray in uh, Big Hero Six yeah Alistair Cray he's got a good agent <laughs> uh, he just does everything oh, uh, Zootopia Duke Weaselton which I guess I didn't even realize it until this exact moment is a knockoff of the Duke of Wesselton yeah. there's a little Easter egg for you from Zootopia that I just caught on to nominated for an award yeah. Wow, did you think, okay, so let me ask y'all this. Zootopia or Moana? As far as best animated? Yeah. Mm. Well, Zootopia won the Golden Globe. Moana was, so I mean, they they were both, they both made it to be nominated, and hopefully they'll both make it to the Academy Awards, but I mean, what do y'all think, Zootopia or? I, I, me, me, I picked Moana over Zootopia. (laughs) I enjoyed Zootopia, but. I really like Moana for some reason. Well, yeah, I was going to say, I, I tried to watch Utopia, and I dozed off on it. Uh, Moana, of course, I, I, I couldn't. So I probably have to see that one again, but I think Moana just had a lot more going on to it, because otherwise I would have I stayed up, because I didn't even watch it like late. I have to go with Moana. I've seen Utopia. I'd go with Moana as well. I think Moana's the better movie. Lee? Oh, that's tough, man. I think the story in Utopia was really good. Um, it may be even a more fluid story because there was a couple bumps in the road with Moana. I think the animation with Moana was much better. Uh, I said this a few different times. I think Zootopia is the most un-Disney Disney movie I've ever seen. It did not feel like a Disney movie. It didn't play like a Disney movie. It had kind of like this this political message behind it and some things like that. So 
but I thought Zootopia was probably a better story the way it flowed. But I enjoyed Moana better. There's water. There's water in Moana. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I thought Moana. I liked Moana better than Zootopia. What was both um, really thank you. I'm, it's I'm, a tough call. Yeah. I'm curious. What are the bumps that you said that you said found in Moana? Well, I think no, we I mean, kind of pointed out. stuff we Did discussed we? in the a lot of stuff we discussed in the um, other oh, review in the reviews. Yeah, the review show. I mean, there was kind of some. You know, you didn't really feel like Moana and Maui. Oh, that's right. That's right. I remember that. Things like slow start. I thought a bit. Yeah. No, I I understand that. You know what I find funny is I'm looking at the pictures that were nominated for best um, animated motion picture, and you've got Moana and Zootopia, two Disney animated films. No Pixar films. Right. Is this like the first year? A Pixar film has not been nominated for the best animated movie because uh, you know I'm wondering if is is Pixar officially dead? Oh. <laughs> Maybe this is like a hub topic one day, but it's yeah. it's Pixar officially done. Well, let's let's compare what they did. I mean, Finding Dory was the one that came out for them, right? Yeah, and and that that was released with a lot of fanfare. A lot of people were hyped about it, and it came out, and it did what it did. But I don't. It never. I don't think it ever really caught on. I don't think no, it ever really I mean, resonated compared to the other two. No, man. No, I, I I'd put the that behind the other two that we had mentioned. Way Absolutely, behind. Yeah, I mean that's. What, I'm trying to remember what they did that stuck out. I can't. You <laughs> finding Dory. Dory. No, well, Finding Dory. I remember, but yeah, I, yeah. Any any other Pixar movie that was like, whoa, that like year. You said, well, like they you only said, do like one a year now. I mean, yeah. well, they had a good dinosaur, right? And that was. That I mean, was saying that came out, but yeah, see. Anyway, I, I can get going. I mean, I'm just saying. The answer might be yes. That's I my point. I think Pixar is, is pretty much done at this point in time. It's sad that we still are waiting. Like, like they still haven't gotten to the point like where Hollywood Studios is opening Toy Story Land. And, and hopefully there's going to be a Cars Land back there. It's like we're just now getting to a point where they're going to start building some Pixar-related stuff. And I think that Pixar's pretty much kind of run its course. I think people are tired. And that the Pixar brand name... Just doesn't carry as much as as well. It used I'll, to. You know, I always expected them to kind of merge the two. It's like you know, the one within one company, you're running two different cartoon or animated feature studios. Well, they both have John Lasseter at the you're helm right. of it, so yeah. I mean, so there's like a, almost a conflict of interest. Is like, all right, you know, you got to do your job on one side, you got to do your job on the other. So it's like, why don't you just like get married all of a sudden? <laughs> you know, just it's, it's, just get it over with. Get it over with, and just start you're knocking it out the parks. You know. Yeah, I mean, I wonder how many Disney quote-unquote fans care one way or the other or do they even know whether it says pixar it says disney on the title i mean it's a a scary thing in the sense that when they first came out it was like a whole new revolution of filmmaking but i mean now it's like it's like a a given trade craft so like now you could just pluck 3d artists out the sky it looks like (laughs) to, to form your own you know studio whereas before it was just a totally in-house you know area like you want to learn our trade you come here to do it and it was a go-to place but yeah now they've like, been assimilated like, like the borg yes you know join us i mean i, I agree Disney's with you kevin borg. i you i can't tell the difference you know i i can't i can't really tell a difference in in style or anything anymore the only thing that makes I things can. distinguishes a story is you know what i'm saying yeah i think i could tell the difference in stuff from the standpoint that like pixar now when it does like uh, an original movie it's way too preachy. <laughs> it, 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 there's a message that it has to deliver there, and they beat you over the head with it. Dory comes to mind. A good dinosaur kind of comes to inside mind. Inside Out. Yeah, Inside Out. Comes inside to mind. Out is what yeah. I was going to say. Right. Whereas 
the Disney animated movies, the Moanas, the Zootopias, there's a message there. But, I mean, they tell it to you once, and it's like, okay, let's enjoy the ride. Mm-hmm. And they don't take themselves overly seriously. You, you can see, to me now, that Pixar has gotten to the point where the tone of the movie does seem to me to be a little bit more serious. And maybe that's just something that we project onto Pixar because we've held them in such high esteem. Yeah. Well, they've come out with a, like a, a, they set it. They set a high standard. Yeah. Yes. And so we, need, we expect that now when it comes out. And I by mean, the way... Pixar ticked me off this past week, because I don't know if y'all saw this, where they released a video of every Easter egg that they hid in every Pixar movie yeah. and said that, yes, all the movies are linked and happen within the same universe. Yeah, that's dumb. I mean, yeah. the, the Easter eggs I get, but come on. It kind of lends credence to that dumb theory that you and I went through and debunked that Pixar theory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that, except yeah. They just show clips. They never explained how any of these w- movies would work together. Right. They right. just showed that, hey, little elements of this, like you saw a toy of a bug from A Bug's Life in a Toy Story movie, and you saw a by and large battery in a Toy Story, and then also the by and large corporation is in Wally. But they never, then you watch the video and you read the article, and there's nothing that links them all together. They just. It's a it's a clip basically of every Easter yeah. egg that they ever put in from any other movie. Maybe what happens is when they have this new cars come out, where it's going to be like the Rocky Four of cars. Maybe all the other Pixar characters come out like Buzz Lightyear, yeah, Woody. They come out and start crying for you know Lightning McQueen or something, and then that'll bring it all together. You know, I'm glad, like I'm glad you brought that up because we're talking about Pixar. It's like let's see what they got coming up soon. And it's like they're stuck in like sequel world. Yeah, you know, the sequel world. Only one movie amongst all the sequels coming out, which is Coco. Which we're all, you know, we're all looking, I'm looking forward, forward to, to Coco. It. You know, but you got Cars three, nope. you got Incredibles two, Toy Story nope. four. You know, all within nope. the next three, three, four years. You know, it's like okay, <laughs> no love for Incredibles two because of the length of time that it took. You know, or? we've talked about this before, and this is one where Lee and I are kind of on the same page. Is that Incredibles didn't really blow me away the first time? It was a good movie. It was well done. Mm-hmm. I didn't dislike it or anything like that. It just wasn't. It just didn't order, automatically stick as one of my favorites. And now that it has been so long, you know, it kind of seems like, you know, if there was a really good story to tell, we would have gotten this movie already. Right, yeah, I, right, I right. agree with that. It, it kind of seems like, you know, like, what's, what's the guy named Brad Bird would have been like, guys, yeah. I'm ready to go. I've got a whole other oh, one. That I know where to take this now. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And because we never got that, it just reeks of the same thing with, you know, like, they said this with, with Finding Dory. We always wanted to do it, but we just couldn't crack the story. And now we cracked the story. And then when we saw what they cracked. <laughs> like, take some duct tape and wrap it back <laughs> yeah. around that crack. <laughs> you know, that's the thing. with Incredible is like, I was fine with the original story. Yeah. yeah. I didn't need a sequel. And if you needed to continue more, give me a series of shorts where the family's fighting different criminals. Like, exactly. I would love to see, like, the Underminer. Mm-hmm. Hey, let me see that battle. Let me yeah. see how they defeat them. It could be like a 30-minute short or something it, like that. Yeah, it didn't a have to be... A cartoon or a TV series, shoot. Yeah, it didn't have to be this big melodramatic kind of, you know, lessons are learned and people evolving. I mean, no, just like a, a cool little fun little... Yeah. It's a, it's, yeah, superhero. Fight crime kind of thing. Yeah. You know, we don't yeah. need to see Violet dating. We don't need to see... Yeah. You know, <laughs> we don't want to know what she thinks about... But, I mean, it's like... You know, <laughs> the Incredibles Inside Out. <laughs> oh, yeah. God. Inside Out, The Incredible, yeah. You know, it's like, uh, let me see the story where the family, they all know they're superheroes, and let's see their coordinated attack kind of a thing. You know, let's see them battle somebody. Now that they all know they're superheroes, they all put on the mask at the same time and just, they just kick butt. Right. 
That's what I want to see. No. Yeah, I, I agree about the length of time thing because I was really hyped when I saw it. And then after a couple of years, I remember asking them, like, man, when are they going to come out with another one? And then, like, years went and passed. And it's like, guess it'll never happen. So, yeah, you definitely have to strike while the iron's hot. You know, make it a cool superhero story where you already got everybody already made. You already have the origins and, and whatnot. That's well, that, the hardest part. Yeah. Well, that's the thing about these superhero movies. that Everyone's like, all right, just get the origin out of the way mm-hmm. so we can see them being them. Right. 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 Well, let me ask y'all this one last question to piggyback <laughs> off that I've done. Do, how many movies do you think it would take to help resurrect Pixar back to, you know, prominent status? Oh, that's a good question. Like, how many hits would they have At to have in a row? At least two in a row. Yeah. Mm. I would you know, go with that. There can't be one and then two crappy ones and then one. You need two solid ones in a row at least. Because <laughs> the field is so diluted. I mean, there's so many animated movies coming out left and right. I mean, you can't keep track of them now. And then you're competing against yourself with Disney Pictures. Pixar pretty much only releases once a year. I mean, as you saw, Disney just released two within the same year. Mm -hmm. Um, Both got nominated. You got DreamWorks (laughs) coming out. You got Trolls. uh, What was the other one? Sausage Party? (laughs) Whatever. That's already out, right? Oh, Sausage Party's already out. Oh, no, no. Sausage Party. I'm sorry. I just needed an excuse to say Sausage Party. (laughs) I had to to catch myself. I was like, whoa, Kevin. Then I was like, oh, yeah, no, he's right. They did make that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm talking about the movie, uh, man. I know. I'm talking about the movie. Gotcha. <laughs> Come on, man. That was a weird day in the Las Vegas household when we watched that for family night. Oh, wow. Tell oh, us about it. Oh, do tell. Tell us a story. I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was smart enough to know what that movie was about. Yeah, but your opinion on hot dogs sucks, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we should tell that story. <laughs> yeah, I brought it. You want, you want to tell that story? Or, or I don't know how to tell it quickly, It's though. not a story. It's just... <laughs> Well, he was trying to come up with a. He came up with an idea about you know. It wasn't even his idea. It was like something that he stole. No, yeah, I posted. Yeah, I stole it. Oh yeah, yeah, you stole it and you posted it and you said we could do a show about it, and then you started talking about you know, um, yeah, like I guess you mentioned something about dough whips. We were trying to explain the concept to you because you were like, I, I don't understand what it is. And it's like basically, oh, oh right, 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 having right, right. an unpopular opinion about something Disney related, for instance. You don't like Dole Whips. I don't like Dole Whips or, right. or something yeah, to that effect. Right. Which is, I, that's an overstatement on my part. It's not like I don't like them. It's just I don't really get No, but I mean, that's, that's something that typically it's like most people. Go like, Gaga. Dole Whip is an iconic snack. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. And then you said something like it's like you've never, it's like saying you've never ridden Splash Mountain or something like that. Yeah. It's like saying I never, I've never gone to Country Bears. And I immediately stepped in and said, that's not an opinion. That's a fact. <laughs> you can't, that doesn't qualify because you did not you didn't go, experience so you, don't you have can't an have an opinion for it to be unpopular because you've never experienced it. That's not so lovely. Yeah. And then Lee, yeah. what did Lee respond back? I just said, well, that's like saying, I don't like hot dogs, so I'm, I've never been to Casey's. Right. Right. To which I said... <laughs> Your opinion yeah. about hot dogs? Uh, let, let me read this because when I, I was sick, I was nyquil up and I read this and I busted out laughing. And Danny writes, then your opinion on ho- your opinion is that hot dogs suck and you won't eat them, which means that your opinion carries no insight or honest assessment of the hot dogs at Casey's since you've never liked them. <laughs> I just thought it was funny that like Danny got so serious about this conversation. Hard ass. It was just a text message. Wow. Hard ass. Wait, that sounded. You know what? I always like you know hearing you, how people interpret text. Yeah. I can't believe that that sounded serious. <laughs> you know, it probably, <laughs> your voice probably like you know mentally sounds intense to Lee. 
I, when he reads it. But you know what's funny though? Now that I actually read it, it's like I think I in my mind since I was night cooled up, I read it differently. Yeah. So I read it as like your opinions and hot dogs suck, and, and that's how you've taken it, <laughs> and that's how I've taken it, and I'm that's what I'm rolling with, damn it, because that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, what I was saying that would be like me saying I don't like Facebook, therefore the Social Network must be a movie because it's about Facebook. Right. It's like you can't offer any insight or any opinion. Your opinion on hot dogs, it didn't matter if it was Casey's or whether it was um, Oscar Mayer. I wish I was an Oscar Mayer wiener. <laughs> well, we got, we, we, we're talking really about like it, to be. Uh, do we want to read some of the comments? Party, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of that, do we want to talk Meyer about the, um, yeah, there were some of the responses we got to that post we put on our Facebook? Eli had to just step outside, so why not until he gets back? <laughs> okay. Um, well, anyway, so here's some of the responses we got. Of course, we talked about the one where Danny talks about the dole-up. He's, yeah, of course, just he says, I mean, it's not terrible, but I don't see what the big freaking deal is. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. Um, Yvette, you know, from Liner's Food Group and stuff. She says, I love It's a Small World. So does DD5. Yeah, you say, I don't, I don't think that that's necessarily all that unpopular. I think most Disney fans have an appreciation. It's the people who are too cool for school that think you have to hate small world because it's a kitty kind of thing well see i wrote back to vet i'm like you know i love disneyland and, and i think we love disneyland too uh especially when uh, the version out in disneyland which she agreed mm-hmm. as well you know so i guess i mean i don't know lee what do you what do you hear i mean it's like is it like a half and half like it's you know uh do people really not like small world or i like small world but I, kids love small world i think so. it's one of those things where if you're a true disney fan then you like small world but it's one of those things where it's like Oh God! It's a small world. It's going to be burned into your brain. You have to hear that song five thousand times. It's just supposed to be, you know, funny. So supposedly, you're not supposed to like small world. Right. It's, it's it's so an unpopular opinion would be that you do like it. See, I don't think so. Like I I, I agree. I see what you're saying, Lee, and I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying, yeah, I think within the Disney fan universe, yeah. everyone loves Small World. Yeah, it's the people exactly. who are kind of fringe Disney fans who think they're too cool for school that you have to hate. You know, small world. Yeah, they, they, they're not supposed to like <laughs> yeah, small world there you because go. it's so repetitive or whatever. So, but there was you one know. woman, man. She swung for the fences and she oh, took yeah. a, this Oh is, she uh, took, I got it right like here, Danny. I'm aiming for you, Danny. Yeah, this is Susanna. Oh. She's a long time listener. Dude, she, it said she's, no she's judgment, so I kept my mouth shut. Oh, and you know, just like you know, every every opinion's welcome here in the Magic Art Podcast. Exactly right. You know, so Susanna, she's the one that we you know we kept we keep busting her gut laughing and stuff so she she wrote in so glad to hear from you Susanna participating in the Facebook group which everybody else out there listening can do the exact same thing facebook.com backslash magic our way and she says you ready I hate Haunted Mansion oh <laughs> and I don't think it should exist Haunted Mansion is literally the only scary spooky attraction in the kingdom and to me it just feels so out of place I want it to die a quick but painful death however <laughs> It must be kept. Move it to Hollywood Studios and plop it next to Tower of Terror. At least then that way they can be spooky together. To which I replied, nice. So no go for Tower of Terror too." To which she replied, no, because there's a difference between the two. On Mansion is all dead people come back to haunt you. Whereas Tower of Terror is people who are still alive, but simply got sucked into an alternate universe a la Stranger Things. Both are creepy, but on different ends of the spectrum. I don't do talking dead people. <laughs> Thus, my version to Haunted Mansion and its placement in the kingdom. Hmm. 
He doesn't do talking dead people. I don't do talking dead people. I don't, I don't like talking dead. I don't even watch the show Talking Dead. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like Walking Dead either. I don't like Crawling Dead. I don't like Rolling Dead. Resident I don't like Tumbling dead. dead. Yeah, no, Evil Dead. No. Well, you know. What about What about Grateful Dead? Wait a minute, Evil Dead's awesome. Not too bad if you had enough to drink, I guess. <laughs> I love, I love me some Evil Dead. Evil yeah, Dead's oh, good. Smoke. Uh, you know, the only thing I was gonna say, I, I'm gonna let you build it up. But, uh, no, no, look, no, 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 it's her opinion. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not. The, the only thing I would take exception with is the idea. Like, I get it. You don't like it, but that it should be gone. I mean, enough people like it to where surely it. You could be like, all right, I don't care for it, but it, I'm not like get rid of the Dole Whip. <laughs> what you do? It's like no, everyone enjoy it. Yeah, Dole Whip can stay. I just don't get it. I mean, she's looking to. I mean, she's taking it, taking it out. I think she's got like a box of matches and some gasoline, and she's gonna like <laughs> tile a dirt and that thing to the ground or something. <laughs> Here goes your refurb. I, you know what though? It's What's a that? Twilight Zone in itself. Uh, I have never seen Stranger Things, but I can tell you this: I've watched enough Twilight Zone episodes to tell you that when the alternate universe is usually death. Like I at was going to say, that's what I took it to mean as well. It's like, you're not still alive. No, they're, they're never alive after the show. I mean, I've, I've seen a lot of episodes that weren't as overt with it, mm-hmm. but there was one specifically I remember where it was this guy who worked so long that he just took a train. He took a train like back and forth from home to work. And every now oh, and again. yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, it was like, stop at Summersby, stop at Summersby, and he'd look out and it'd be like this very nice place and people were like, like, it, was like it was like Main Street USA is what it was like. Exactly. And 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 so he was like, I want to get off here, but nah, I shouldn't. And nobody heard of the of the of the stop. It was just him. And then finally he was like, I want to get off here. I'm too stressed. And then it was like when they cut to like real life, he was dead in the snow. Like he jumped off the train, you know. But in the Twilight Zone, he went to the town. So an alternate universe could still be a symbolism for death in the Twilight Zone if you're taking it uh, literal. I've never seen yeah. Stranger Things. I've but seen Stranger Things, and yes, it's an alternate dimension, but for most people who went there, it led to death. death. Like, there they died go. there. There was one kid who survived. Maybe there was more than one. Maybe I'm, I'm misremembering. But uh, yeah, it, it led to death. The fact that those people were sucked into the Twilight Zone back in the 60s, I'm pretty sure they're all dead. Yeah, they did. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they did. They 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 they, they did. Mm-hmm. In reality, yeah. And and haunted mansion is more like <clears throat> these ghosts are not bothering anybody. You're going into their house. You know, it's like if right. you if you come in, <laughs> if you come to my house and you know you come in unannounced, there ain't no telling what you'll see. Yeah, you know. Well, what about pirates? I mean, you got a bunch of dead skeletons sitting around there. You got a but then they, they just, don't they don't they don't tell no tales. Well, they got a ghost in there. <laughs> yeah, remember Sean called uh, what's God, dog, what's the ghost name? Oh, Fred. George or something. George, 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 hey, George, George where Fred. are you? Well, don't they have the skeleton at Disneyland that speaks to you before you drop? And I mean, I know there's just skeletons and stuff like going around. Oh, there. I mean, there'd be rough waters yeah, ahead. Yeah, that like guy. That. Yeah. Right, right, right. Uh, didn't they replace it with the projection? They might have. Or something. I mean, it, it's been a while. I mean, but it, there you go. Blackbeard and Davy Jones, they're dead. Are yeah. they? Yeah. In the movies, they died. I mean, you After know. Me- oh, yeah, that's right. Blackbeard did. I only watched that movie like a half. <laughs> I don't buy the fact that that's the, like, now you see we're judging. Well, by the way, there's another movie coming up. Another part. You see, that's another one that jumped the shark. Show, I mean, yeah. just come on. Let it go. Jump man. the shark. Let it go. Everlast. <laughs> Elizabeth, but thank you, man. I'm not Elizabeth. Sorry. Susanna. Susanna, your piece always was welcome. Awesome. But, yeah. You know, 
And I'm glad she was able to say this and still be breathing. We like I'm a weak and still breathing. And I respect her opinion. I don't think it should die. Look, I respect. But it's already dead, technically. I respect the fact that she don't like it. Yeah. Kind of is. I just, you got to lump pirates in that group, too, of of dead people in there. Now, Susanna. Now, Susanna probably has a, a method of being able to explain pirates as well, and I'd love to hear it. Yeah, so I'm sure, you, yeah. like, you know, maybe you should respond on Facebook. I bet you before the end of the show, you get a response, and she explains if pirates is okay. All right, y'all do that. Yeah, stretch. Why don't you go ahead and do that? Yeah, you know, I'm going to respond to pirates, okay. and we can read it live on the air. Like, that, that makes me wonder something. It may or may not be related, but okay, let's say Disney Fantastic, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, they got like all those brooms, they come to life, right? I mean, that's a little creepy. Yeah, that's a little bit creepy. That's a little yeah, creepy. Now they're inanimate objects, mm-hmm. but they come to life. So does that make them like zombies almost? Zombie brooms? Could it be? It could be. They're kind of robotic, and they just kind of go forth and just do, do stuff. Yeah. And they're mean. I like zombies. Those yeah. things are mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, that creep me out. Throw water on you. There you go. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. No way. No. Just mop the floor. Don't throw no water on me, though. <laughs> mop the floor, please. Oh, what about like Indiana Jones and the Great Movie Ride? There you go. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. There's death there. Yeah, a lot of death in there. He touched a jewel. The Yeti's dead. He don't work. That's right. <laughs> you actually see a dude die in the great movie ride. He touches a jewel and he turns into a skeleton. It's movie magic. Yes, he does. <laughs> he turns into a skeleton. So that's <laughs> 10 times worse than a haunted mansion. Mm. I would say. That's, li- that's live death. That's live death. <laughs> that's live death. I like that. Live death. All right, so I replied to Susanna. Oh, Susanna, and hopefully she'll reply to us before the end of the show. I'll be curious to hear what she You know, thinks. another thing that dies hmm. is when I pay for the ticket to go to Disney where my wallet dies. <laughs> I can't bring that back to life for two years. A little piece of your soul. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a little wee bit. Take a, just a little wee bit. A little wee bit. You know. It's a lot of dead presidents. I had, I, yes, a lot of dead presidents. <laughs> they don't come back to life really quick. No. So all the presidents, are they ghosts? Oh, uh, that's a good one. Uh, Except for the ones that are alive, but then, you know the other ones. You know, you, say you always perk up when they like to show the ones that did get killed. Like, oh look, that's Kennedy. <laughs> I missed you. Yay! Yeah, that's true. Oh, Lincoln's talking. Mm-mm-mm. Back into the left. Oh, what about the Jungle Cruise? All the headhunters, remember? Mm. They got the shrunken heads and they got the skulls on the. Oh, two of his heads for one of yours. Yeah. Mm. But don't don't they always have don't they also have the headhunters where they have the skulls on the on the oh yeah yeah they do stuff like that there there you go all oh, right hey we just find a death all over the place yeah. there's a lot of death and darkness in Walt not, but it's not centralized what about dinosaur where you actually see a dinosaur eating another dinosaur oh god oh, where's Peter <laughs> <laughs> stop dinosaur dinosaur crab is wrong. <laughs> All right, so we got another email. This one's a long one. Oh, boy. This one's a long one. This comes from uh, Courtney, the cares. We, we're going to have to take way less time on this one than yes. we did on the last yes. one. Then. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. So she says, hey, guys. Hey, I stumbled upon your podcast via the BS Podcast Network. Oh, yeah. I was an early listener of the Pure BS Podcast well before there was a network. And when Ben and Steven broke up, and the Pure BS podcast was no more, I needed something to fill the void. I work with Ben, and when I expressed my frustration about his breakup causing a void in my podcast lineup, (laughs) and because he knows I'm a big Disney fan, he had commented on there being a Disney podcast on the network, so I decided to check it out. Thank you, Ben. We appreciate that. Right on, Ben. And so she goes on. She says, I started listening and fell in love immediately. 
I've always been a fan of Disney, but it blossomed when I was in high school. Quick history. My husband and I have been together since our junior year of high school. Our first vacation, quote unquote, was to Disneyland. After that trip, we will get Southern California annual passes and visit often, you lucky ducks. <laughs> Six years into our relationship, he proposed in front of the castle. Wow. wow. Now that's a fan. Look at that. Look at that. Our wedding was Disney Cinderella themed. While we would have loved to get married at Disneyland, yeah, we understand, it was out of our budget, and it is now a goal in life to renew our vows at Disneyland. Our, yeah. Our honeymoon was a trip to Disneyland. We now have a six-year-old daughter and live about three to four hours away from Disneyland, so we visit several times a year. We are annual pass holders. We actually have a trip this weekend with our daughter for my husband's birthday, and then we'll be going back sans kid at the end of the month to celebrate our ninth anniversary. I have to say, your podcast has made my desire to visit Disney World that much stronger. We had planned on maybe going January 2018. My husband wants to do the Dopey Challenge, but we'll have to see if we're in a position financially to make that decision when the run opens for registration. If, when we do visit, I've already told him that we have to book through Lee. Oh my God. There you go. Getting to know Lee. Luscious Lee over here. Yeah. What is this becoming all Lee show? I know. What the he's hell? a magnet. Man. Mm. We're promoting you too much. Yeah. Anyway, he, she says getting. <laughs> she, said <cha-ching>. <laughs> <laughs> she says getting to quote you unquote. Those, you remember those I do remember commercials, those commercials. Though? Yeah, I was just about to think, well, who, who was that for? That was Seth Green. That That became a whole thing when the Saints were going to the playoffs. Seth Green actually came down and judged a cha-ching contest at a rally that my cousin Ryan entered into and won. (laughs) He dressed up, he spray-painted his hair red, and he did the cha-ching, and (laughs) Seth Green chose him as... Oh, he was the winner? Ching, ching, no way. That's awesome. That's, that's funny. True story. Oh, hand to God. True story. There you go. Story. You just never know. Rally burgers for life. Yeah, well, you're right. Big you, Buford. All right. So she's going to book through Lee. She's going to big, big, big Buford. Oh, the big Bufuses. Anyway, sorry. You see what we do for you, Lee? Anyway, all so she goes on. He's like, I ain't listening to you. <laughs> I got dollar size in my ear. I can't hear anything. <laughs> I'm rich. <laughs> All right, so she goes He's on. He's still trying to wrap his head around opinions and facts. <laughs> <laughs> What's a hot dog again? <laughs> if I don't like hot dogs. <laughs> but hot dogs exist. But hot dogs exist, and I don't go to Casey's. Ergo, <laughs> I don't like Casey's. <laughs> <laughs> Ipso facto. Got it. All right, so she wraps up her email. She says, getting to, quote unquote, no Lee in advance of using his services as a travel agent is awesome. I feel like you all know what you're talking about, and I know more about Disney World already, more than I thought I'd ever know. Now I have to go back and start from the beginning of your podcast to soak up all the knowledge I can and be entertained at the same time. Oh, don't do that. We keep started up, off. <laughs> keep up the good work, guys. Oh, wow. Uh, first of all, Courtney, just you know, listen to the best of and you can get the highlights. <laughs> Yo, yeah. Courtney, uh, here's the thing about doing a podcast is that a lot of people think that this must be the easiest thing in the world to do, because I know we sure did when we started off, and you don't realize how much you suck until you listen back. It really is something that you do get better at. There is a, 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 a tendency to be like, oh, yeah, let, let me go back and listen to all the past archives. No. Well, I think that's nice, though, that her and her husband went there and he proposed there. Like, good on him, man. That takes some 
That takes guts. To yeah, no, because I was a chicken. Because I was going to propose on the little the balcony on, on the balcony there yeah. overlooking wishes, and when I saw the people gathering for that. Oh hell no! <laughs> yeah, I, I I give props on that. I mean, I don't know the gentleman, but just that story alone, I was like, wow! I think yeah. we both like simultaneously said, "Wow!" In stereo, everyone I mean, looks when that happens. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. That's a lot of that's a lot of pressure. <laughs> I don't know who it is on first because you know you ask and then you got to wait for the answer. So I don't know who has more pressure there. But I think that's a beautiful thing. I think, I think the dude has more pressure because you got to live with that all day. Cause you're you know it's coming <laughs> all day, and you gotta wait for the opportunity. So you you know you got the thing in your pocket. You gotta maneuver it to get it in your pocket. You gotta yeah. hold on to it so you don't accidentally drop it on Big Thunder Mountain. Oh God! Yeah, I mean, and then you know, so you're plotting this, and you're like, you're sweating it out. You're sweating it out. Can I do it right? You're practicing the speech in your head, and all she's got to do is respond and make a decision <laughs> that will affect the rest of her life. But when are you in you a know, moment? I'm glad. I'm glad she but said I'm yes. I'm thinking at that point in time, most people know or what? have a reasonable idea that they're either going to say yes or no. And I'm, and I'm glad she said yes and I'm glad that they had a happy family and that, you know, she's enjoying the podcast and, you know, please be a listener for many years to come. Uh, but no, I would just imagine just, I did that really privately so, like, that does take a lot of gumption in front of, and in that, like, in right front in front of, of the Magic Kingdom, Castle, yeah. you got people walking by you, behind you, on the side of you with strollers, like everything. Like there's a lot of stuff to go through your mind. Yeah. You know, when that's happening. So yeah, I think that's it's amazing. Like, me, what it's if amazing. you're about ready to say, baby, will you and all of a sudden some kid starts screaming, I wanna go see Mickey <laughs> Right in the middle. I mean, that just messes up the whole moment, doesn't it? Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, there's a lot left to chance when you yes. do it in front of the castle. And if and if you know and if she wanted to have a sense of humor, be like, Oh, you mean you want to get a Mickey bar? Like, will you get a Mickey bar? Yes, that's <laughs> what I was gonna ask you. Yes. I mean, there's a lot. I mean, are you seeing people like, you know, like what if you're seeing people like actually like get into an argument or something like, you know, like right around there? So, I mean, there's a lot. Every of- scenario that happens during man- your marriage mm-hmm. uh, happens around you while you're trying to propose. Not- Screaming babies, arguing couples. Yeah. Grandparents down your throat, all surrounding you while you're trying to propose. Shoot, that's a Disney World vacation for me right there. <laughs> <laughs> that's a typical day. Mm hmm. That's why you need alcohol in the Magic Kingdom. Oh, boy. There you <laughs> go. God bless them. They finally did that. Yes. We look forward to enjoying it when we go down next. Be a lot more happy parents. But, um, yeah. So, Courtney, look. Um, just to let you know a little bit about our show, we do a variety of different things. We know our stuff. But if you want to test us, man, shoot us your questions, man. What do you want to, what do you want to know about Walt Disney World? We, we live over here, and we love your park just as much. And um, so I'm sure there's some things you could tell us about over there. And we can hook you up with your own personal tour guide by the name of Fish Sean Wu. And he, man, <laughs> he makes a good impression. Oh, yeah. You'll never forget him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Club Club experience. He's better than Plaid. Oh, yeah. T Plaid. Oh, one other thing, Courtney. Last thing. Any opinions, welcome to the Magic Art Podcast. So without judgment, feel free to write in whenever you want. Wait, we got to do that without judgment, too? It's bad enough I got to let this Haunted Mansion thing slide? <laughs> you kind of let it skip. I don't know just, if I let it slide. Kidding. Yeah, you're right. But yeah, movies, just anything in general. I mean, you know, we've had people come on and just tested our knowledge of, I mean, like, Officer came by off air and uh-huh. tested our musical knowledge of TV shows just to see. 
Oh, know? that could have been a whole episode right there. Played every like 80s sitcom and we had to guess the theme music. Mm-hmm. And man, tell you what, Eli Ivory, I mean, he's like the beautiful mind of <laughs> 80s sitcom. <laughs> You're like the John Nash. <laughs> I see the equations of the notes in my head. Ah, we got a reply. I All see, right, I go it. for okay. it, Susie. Susanna. Susanna, we love you. We love you. Here it is. She says, I don't do that ride either. Not because of the skeletons, but because of the scene where the women are tied together and sold off at auction. I used to volunteer with an organization that fought the sex trade and human trafficking. So this scene just makes my stomach turn. It isn't necessary to the story, and the idea that Disney thinks it's okay to have this portrayal of women at all boggles my mind. Sorry to be so dark, but Pirates of the Caribbean is tied with Haunted Mansion for me. Sad face. No, don't need to be feeling dark. All you people out there who think, man, it would be a good idea to have a podcast and have fun, let this be a lesson <laughs> to you that now we feel like a bunch of jerks for making jokes about this. Yes, but at the wow. same time, you know, hey, we didn't know that. We didn't and know that, but now don't you feel like a real jerk for like making jokes? And But it's not it's not dark. It's not dark. No, she no, just, by no means. Man. No, you, she's you're fighting a, a good fight. You're doing a good say. thing. And, you know, frowny um, face. That's dark, man. I mean, well, yeah, but <laughs> frown, you don't no need for frowny face, though. Hey, you yeah, she laugh. Put the frowny face. You know. Yeah. You laugh every time you listen to the show. So, you know, turn that frown upside down. Uh, all right. I mean, well, OK, like, but they have all the stuff with Saga of the South. I mean, I still go on a ride. You know, leave. never mind. Just leave that out. I, I don't want to take <laughs> screw what I just said. <laughs> no, okay. yeah, no. Let's talk about racism, sex trade, yeah, death. What, what else is there? I'm just, I'm just saying. Well, we talk like, slavery as well. Right. Is there anything else that we can? I'm just saying. What else can we do into the show? Is there mother raping that we could talk about, or <laughs> father <laughs> raping, or <laughs> father raping? Um, I don't think too many. Raping. I don't think too many fathers run away from that. Um, um, I'm trying to think of anything darker. Oh, could we get darker than that? Mm. No, it's not a call to arms. Kevin, okay, just we check it. The next subject. Oh <laughs> uh, well, what do you, what do y'all want to go into? That's it for the main emails. Oh, oh wow. Um, let's go into housekeeping and see what comes of that. We'll go into we'll housekeeping. Call okay. it a, All right, that works. All right, guys. So, man, thank you for writing in. You know, from Facebook all the way to our email address, show at magicoway.com. Um, like I said, any and all opinions are welcome to the Magic Away podcast, man. And if you're lucky, we'll happen to be talking with you while we're recording a show, just how we, we kind of did with uh, oh, Susanna over here. So, Susanna, thank you for writing in. Courtney, thank you for writing in. John, thank you for writing in. Elizabeth, Raz, thank you for coming. The like Raz. The Raz. The Raz, bro. It's almost like Raz. Always Raz? listening. Always listening. I'm <laughs> <laughs> But guys, th- uh, look, thank you all for writing in. Man, look, get in touch with us at any time. No fear of judgment. We are. We will offer our opinions. You offer your opinions, and there will be no censorship here on the Magic Our Way podcast. So get in touch with us today. All right, guys. Here we are on the queue, and this is the part where we kind of talk about news topics that we want to talk about. So, on this particular episode, the thing that I want to talk about is this whole deal about housekeeping. Housekeeping! Housekeeping! No, housekeeping! No, no, he not here. No. <laughs> oh, so sorry. He not he no. here. No. You know, that's a Family Guy reference for those yes. that don't know. Which is one of my favorite cartoons. But yeah, there's been an article that's been floating around. I think they put out by uh, WDW News Today. But uh, to be fair, I haven't seen it on the Sentinel. I haven't seen it on any other website and stuff. So um, this is just something that's been floating around uh, social media amongst the Disney fan community. 
uh, for the past week now. So we kind of want to address it. So um, the thing uh, that they mentioned is that one of the larger problems in recent years has been the upkeep of the guest's resort room uh, with a notable downward trend in the quality and the care of housekeeping cast members. Um, so it's very common, they say, to quote the article, it's very common these days to find beds unmade, trash on floors, and sometimes even worse, inside of your hotel room. Uh, so they go on to talk about how you know they're going to reformat the uh, housekeeping staff. I don't know what that means exactly. If a wetter means, um, you know, they're going to bring it back in house. Because if I remember correctly, didn't some years ago they decided to outsource the housekeeping business? Isn't that right? Yes, that's. I think, and that's probably where a lot of this came from. Right. Was that you know they were using outside hires or an outside company to do it so they didn't have the same pride as uh quality yeah exactly yeah yeah yeah. go figure so i posted up this article on social media so facebook and twitter just to see if we get responses maybe some stories about this if anybody's actually um run across this particular scenario um before i get into that i you know i've been to disney world we've been to disney world recently within the past year or so danny's been on a trip i've been on a trip um, Danny, have you run into anything like this? Like you read in the articles? No, nothing. I mean, and you stay in the regular the, the guest resort. I hotels, stay in deluxe resorts, yeah, deluxe so resorts. maybe they hold them to higher. Like maybe if I was staying in the moderate or the yeah. uh, value resorts, maybe I'd see it a little bit more. But I mean, to me, the the hardest time I've ever had with the resorts is the check in. The check in takes yeah. uh, way longer than what it should. Right, right. Um, and uh, I qualify me i i stay in the dvc resorts so i mean i really don't get housekeeping service but mm-hmm. maybe like once a week but then again it's just trash and towel service that's it so if something's dirty that's on me but you're gonna get to something that lisa monday brought up which is a good yeah. point yeah, um, yeah yeah absolutely okay. so we'll, we'll wait till so we personally have an experience uh, eli have you, do you remember anything that stands out in your head no i've never even seen right? a cockroach in any of the rooms right? that's like crazy. when you vomited all over the room did they clean that up for you yeah very nicely too <laughs> picked up the corn and everything <laughs> Ooh, yes. made little animals with it. Yeah. <laughs> they even made like a little little sign out of it that was like, "Please make sure you tip." Next time. <laughs> All right, so uh, we got some responses. This is some responses from. Uh, actually, I'll start with the Twitter one. We got one from Twitter uh, for a guy named Tony, and he says when he was back there in September, he stayed at Coronado. He went to the resort at six p.m. and the room still wasn't ready. It happens often. And he uh, he hasn't had a problem with cleanliness, just slowness. So that's something that happens, you know. Sometimes yeah. it's ready early, sometimes it's not. So whether that's a recent trend, I don't know. I guess you could say that's related to housekeeping from the standpoint that they got to turn over the room. Yeah, yeah but that's yeah. a time, you know, that's a timetable yeah. almost. You know, I you mean, can't necessarily say it's housekeeping. It could be that these people just have not got their stuff out of the room. <laughs> right. Yeah, there's that. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah they haven't got out yet. Anyway. Or that there's not enough housekeeping staff to when people do turn over rooms for them to keep up with the demand. Yeah, you got to be almost a ninja to be a housekeeper on like a Disney property because that's a hard job. It man. is. Because I don't know about anybody else, but I know I like to sleep in. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, 11, 30, quarter, 12, they're knocking on the door. They're like, you know, anybody there? And I'm like, yeah, I'm still here sleeping. Leave me alone. <laughs> you know, Danny, that's something you brought up about staffing. That's what the article mentions about them reorganizing staffing to make sure they have enough people on staff to take care of everything that has right. to take care of. But they get more people yeah. or, like, just better qualified people, like well, faster people. They didn't or, go to that, but there is that, you know? And look, I'm understanding because I'm generally at the park all day anyway. Mm-hmm. Like once I wake up and I'm out and about, the cleanliness of my room, as long as it's taken care of when I get back, yeah, I'm good. I mean, I, I just I've never experienced a problem with it. Now, 
again, these changes to housekeeping mm-hmm. have come around recently. Is that yeah? This correct? is a, this is a, the article popped up recently, and it's references to activities within the past year or two. Yes. Um, so it, some of the stories that we've got on Facebook, um, we got one from a friend, actually my friend, my friend Sarah. She says, when I was there in November, we had to call and get someone to bring us a trash can. Also, they left us notes with other people's names on them, wishing us luck on the marathon. Trust me when I tell you there was no running <laughs> on our agenda. <laughs> <laughs> and then she, she, she concludes, she says, in fairness, it didn't cloud the trip in any way. We just thought it was odd. Yeah. I, w- I wonder what the people who run the marathon got. <laughs> Chocolates. <laughs> <Yeah>. Chocolates. <laughs> <laughs> Bananas and M&M's. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I mean, that's not... Is there still more? I didn't, I didn't no, want to No, no, that's it. it. No, they just forgot a trash can and left notes with other people's names on it. So the room was intact. It just missed a couple of things? Because that's not too bad. Well, they forgot to, to give them and a trash can. And that's what she said. She, she said it wasn't that big of a yeah. deal. Yeah. I can see if he was like, yeah, so uh, we checked at our room. And it was a dead body laying on the ground. We didn't know if we wanted to pay for this. I mean, you know. What would you expect that from Disney? What? That. Them forgetting a dead body a little on the detail floor? like no, a little detail like missing a trash can or I wouldn't I wouldn't care. I wouldn't care. Yeah. I mean, who uses a trash can in your room except for like to put all the bags put, that you buy your souvenirs in? Yeah, I was gonna say. I blow my nose and put stuff in the trash. You don't flush it? Yeah, I'd, I would just flush it. Yeah, I just throw it in a trash can. Trying to give the housekeepers germs, and probably yeah, ain't enough of them to go out there and help you, out. Damn straight, I'm gonna give them germs, and I hope they go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> go to hell, then. Be that trash can. <laughs> Why are you just not cleaned up? Why are you put it in the toilet like a decent human being? <laughs> Come in hazmat suits to start cleaning up now. That's right, man. <laughs> Just like, like E.T. up in there. <laughs> <laughs> they got plastic bags just throw all along the walls in there. Yeah, I just like to spread the love. Like a Dexter kill room and stuff in there. <laughs> you just like to spread the love. I just like to spread the love. No wonder it takes so long <coughs> to hit the room. That's yeah, right. Man, I, no wonder they outsource this position. <laughs> I, I never use a trash can. I mean, most of the time if I'm in the room and I'm drinking, the cans are lined up along the <laughs> counter because it's like a trophy. <laughs> yes. You're like, how many did I knock out? Holy crap. I did that and I'm still alive? I'm proud of myself. So, yeah. I, <laughs> okay. Just saying. So, a trash can, not a big deal. Maybe. No, not that big of a Maybe the the name thing. I mean, I feel bad for the people who didn't get the card that exactly. said it was running the they marathon. They lacked a little bit of inspiration, right? Because now they go and they do the run, and everybody in the marathon is like, "Yeah, I got a card. That was cool." Like, where's my card? What are they saying? I didn't get a card. I didn't get a card. I don't want to run anymore. I don't feel inspired. Lizzie doesn't love me. I don't want to do this race. Hey guys, look at this card I got. <laughs> I hate you. Who's our housekeeper? Yeah. I, <laughs> Like, we've always left about $20, $30 for the, the housekeeping staff. It's because we, we think they've done a good job. Now, again, having said that, and I'm anxious for Kevin to get to the Lisa Monday quote. Okay. There there has been a noticeable uh, letdown. All right. So in, in one aspect, particularly. Yes. Is she going to cover that? Are you about? Yeah, I, she's going to cover that, yeah. Okay. Cover yeah. it. Let's, let's I'm, I'm in right. suspense now. I'm, like, so defending Do- it. And so Dr. Out. Mahu can ruin in and also comment on this. And she says... I missed the little washcloth critters. We haven't really had any issues, but it did seem even at the contemporary, there was less room magic than usual. Yes. We did have to call for towels as they forgot to leave them. Um, and then she goes, and she says, I chalked it up to hurricane related madness. No, not a big deal and easily remedied. But yeah. the washcloth critters, that 
is a big deal to me, LOL. And she does have a point there. Yes. Uh, past several trips, I haven't been seeing her. Have you? No, not at all. Once she said it, it really it's one of those things where it's, it's a... I want to say that we would get there and there would be like a Mickey yeah, there's like on a our Mickey. bed. Yeah, yeah. And that would be the last you see of it. Whereas before, it used to be every single time you came back to the room... There was a new critter. Yeah, like a puppy. Yeah. I saw a puppy once and a monkey. Exactly. You know, different little things. You yeah. would take pictures of, of your critter. You would show everybody, oh, I got this. Oh, look, I got that. And it, it was really, really cool. And I want to say, like, it, maybe it wasn't every day. Like, maybe it, it's tapered off after a while. But it, there used to be multiple little critters that they would create with the towel. Right, right. Maybe, and they do that on cruises, too. Yeah, they do it on cruises a lot. Yeah. Maybe they didn't have enough money to... Teach the housekeepers that towel folding class. Well, uh, but you, you outsource the house housekeeping. You're maybe. not gonna get no yeah, critters. Yeah. I was gonna say, yeah. I mean, to yeah. them critters is bed bugs. I'm sure. I, I was like, uh, I don't no, want to no. find any critters in my towel. <laughs> yeah, no critters, please. Look, they they can also be very short staffed and not have time to do that. That's true. That is true as well. You know, and, and there also is that that philosophy that says, look, you know, I think just about every Disney room has it where if you use a towel. You have to leave the towels on the floor or something in order for them to know yes, that these right, are the towels right. to take and to replace the towels. Otherwise, they, they pretty much tell you and they blame it on water conservation. Yeah, they leave, those little, they leave those little notes of the green initiative thing yes. that they do. Yeah, I don't like that. Now, you see no, the, towel, the towel's wet. There's crap stain or something on there. Somebody, you know, got to wash off because they out. Oh, the, look, they made me a brown monkey. Yeah, there you go. Put that, <laughs> put that critter on yourself. You know, I mean... I refuse clean to clean the towels. Switch yeah. out the towels. I'm kind of with that. Just I switch that out every day. I refuse to believe Honest? the planet's ecology is so far gone to where a couple towels here and there make a big difference. Yeah, I would say if you're paying like as much as you know mm-hmm. you have to, to go on a vacation, please clean towels every day. It don't now for me. It doesn't necessarily have to be in the shape of anything except clean. I, that's that's all I, I would add. I want fresh towels and for four to five hundred dollars a night. I want fresh towels made up like Mickey Mouse. I want a statue, exactly. A I could pull one off and then take my <laughs> shower. Splash Mountain in my bed. That's exactly. what I say. Okay, now that's awesome. It was that's a nice awesome. little, little no. thing to come back to. Like, oh, what's it going to be today? What's it going to be today? <laughs> yeah, you did look forward to that. Yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. I, I looked forward to that. passing out when I came back, but you know, so you probably crushed your towel. Art. I probably did. Nah, I, I mean, look, the key is you know what? Pick it's a clean it room, though. Yeah, it's a clean room. I'm thinking I'm hearing something where they're like, "Oh yeah, I came in and the stain on the rug." Or, <laughs> well, that, you know, that's what I was hoping to get. There's some stories like I that. I was hoping like, to, you know, that people I'm actually ran into things. Yeah, that. <laughs> so I was like. I'm hoping this is overblown. I, I, that's it, what I want to say, because if I don't hear any stories about yeah, something this bad, I mean, there's a reason why there's only, yeah, there's only one, a reason why there's only one news outlet or Disney news outlet that's Well, I like when we're covering that. stories and it's not mm-hmm. that bad. Yeah. So is that is that all the... That's, uh, that's all the stories that we've gotten, the feedback we've gotten from when I posted it. So yeah. the rooms are basically clean. They just don't have that extra panache that panache. people are used to. <laughs> What? Isn't it panache? <laughs> that works too. <laughs> it's it's not panache. It's panache. Ah, you French. You sure it's, the, it's not panache? Panache. <laughs> Panuche? Ponchos? Pocahontas? <laughs> Pocahontas? Yeah. I thought it was like a new rapper. Panache. He should be, huh? It should be. That's like so. that's like Florida in exactly. panache. Yeah. <laughs> panache. All right. Well, yeah. So there's a housekeeping thing. So the houses, the rooms are clean. 
Yes, and that's it. Clean. That's pretty much it. Nobody's no. got nothing dead. No bugs. No no rats. Well, the article says something about you know a lot worse, but it never specifies. Yeah, anything. I don't know about that article. I don't you know. know. And, I don't and look, know. The, the the last thing it says in the article says the last piece of all this is that a rumored third party company based in the hospitality industry will be coming in and retraining the housekeeping teams on current industry standards. Blah 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 blah. blah. So they hire a third party. <laughs> to do the this. housekeeping they're hiring another third party to teach the third party this is like the fourth party the fourth party to teach it's the like second breaking party. the fourth wall within the third party of the <laughs> second like party and then the fifth party of the third part <laughs> right will come in and train the second half of the fourth parties <laughs> if so facto opinions are not facts <laughs> and if i can refer to the stenographer <laughs> yes write all that down no facts, no evidence that prove you know worse. I want to hear what's worse, and that's why I, I said it's just me- merely rumor because only one news outlet has oh. reported it so far. Hey, hear that? Hashtag alternative facts. All right, so that's housekeeping, guys. If you have any stories of bad mousekeeping or anything that's less than Disney like, uh, we'd love to know, man. Show at magicarway.com. All right, guys. Next up is a rumor, and I love talking about rumors. It allows us to speculate, allows us to imagineer a little bit. Uh, but this rumor was reported on uh, Orlando Weekly. All of this is a rumor right now, but it does say this is reported by Ken Story, by the way. Uh, oh, on January Ken the Story. Okay, yeah. You know Ken Story? I know, I've seen his name around the Disney fan universe. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Rumors point to Magic Kingdom closing Speedway as part of Tomorrowland facelift. I've heard of it in Disneyland or Disney World? Disney World. Oh, this is Disney World. Uh, okay. There's plenty of evidence that Disney is looking to update Tomorrowland and Magic Kingdom, but exact details on the remodel have been, have been all but absent. The majority of the focus seems to be on the building that houses Stitch's Great Escape, Anti Gravity's Star Traders, and Cosmic Rays, which I think we all agree, if they got rid of any of that, we would have been fine with. Mm-hmm. While individual aspects of the building have been updated in a piecemeal approach, the building as a whole hasn't seen a major update since Magic Kingdom had opened in 1971. Uh, they point out that Stitch is in seasonal operation and, you know, Wreck-It Ralph was supposed to take over and now it's looking like that's not so, so there might be something else happening there. But that also points out that um, the speedways at both the Tokyo and Hong Kong resorts have closed in recent years, while the new Shanghai Disneyland opened without any type of speedway attraction. So it's kind of documenting that the speedway is kind of going, going away. Going away, yeah. And yeah, says, it's kind of an old idea. Yes, it old is. Concept. And, and, and we can get in, into this in a second, but yeah, we can get into this now. It's not a speedway. It's the name is just so. I mean, it's a putt putt way. It's yeah. You, alternative a hashtag alternative facts. alternative speed exactly. You putter along in that thing so slow. It's not fun. That space could be so better utilized. It's there's better ways to ride a go kart, is what I'm saying. But anyway, it says, here in Orlando, the Speedway is constantly ranked as one of the least popular attractions in Tomorrowland. Guys, that's saying a lot. Mm-hmm. There's Space Mountain and ain't a whole hell of a lot. Buzz Lightyear, People yeah. Mover, decent, good good attraction. Yeah, keep that, uh, yeah. Those uh, laugh Floor feet. is a joke. Yeah. Which is a joke. <laughs> yeah, good point! You know, that resonated in... <laughs> So it's man. I thought you were taking it so well, so you kind of snuck that. Uh, he in. He led us um, up to just that one joke. Notice the long silence. Yeah, the article's no, done. Sorry. 
clever puns go. That was that was that's right. Yeah. We're deep in the show. We've no, got the, I, I we're deep in the puns. Hey. On this show, you got to beat the humor into there. That's right. <laughs> Get it? You got it. Funny. Lots of repetition. Upside Boom. the head. Right. Oops. So, um, Panache. Here in Orlando, the Speedway is constantly ranked as one of the least popular attractions in Tomorrowland. Wow. With slow-moving, dated, gas-guzzling go-karts, the Speedway takes up nearly as much land as the rest of Tomorrowland combined. Mm-hmm. In a park where crowd levels are at all-time highs and land is a premium, a smelly, dated attraction with minimal reviews is an obvious place to look for a new expansion. Multiple industry insiders have confirmed that major new experiences are coming to the Magic Kingdom. This is one of the only Disneyland-style parks without a large theater in it. Other rumors point to Cosmic Rays being moved there or another dining option opening. So with the Speedway now in the mix, it would be easy for Disney to shift many of the uses, including the retail, restrooms, and food. Uh, It closes out by saying we should know something by 2021, which is pretty far that's off a uh, that's a long f- way away yes <laughs> but it is the 50th anniversary of the magic kingdom uh, true true and uh we're all expecting big things to to come about then so um well let me take a quick poll around the room or in our virtual room um who would uh would you miss autopia or whatever speedway if it was gone like tomorrow eli. no no daddy no. says no eli i i wouldn't but i if i was like a 10-year-old or 12-year-old kid, that might be my only chance to get behind a wheel. You know, you know, I thought about that, and Lee said no, just for a second. I said yeah. no as well. I said no as a yeah. 40-year-old yeah, person, but yeah. Uh, you know, I, that, that's a point, but, uh, you know, I, I go to the beach every now and then over at uh, Gulf Shores in Alabama, mm-hmm. and they have the go-kart, go-kart. tracks. Yeah. And, and, and those things right? go much faster, and there's okay. no track. You okay. know, And so my little, my seven-year-old, she rides one with me, and she loves going up and down the you know, the woody, the wooden track that bumps and slides and everything. And she loves it. It's a lot faster than the Speedway. My six-year-old, who was five when we rode it, rode it and said, Daddy, this is kind of slow. <laughs> yeah, I think every kid thinks it's going to be cool until they actually ride until it. Until they ride it. They realize how slow it is. You don't go anywhere. You're not zipping along. They think you're racing other cars. It's you're short. not. You can't catch them. You can't catch nobody. Oh, yeah. well, you know, yeah. you know, uh, when I was little, and my parents <laughs> used to, you know, used to hit every ride around the parks. That was the one queue that I dreaded standing in. Mm-hmm. Even mm-hmm. when I was younger, I was like, uh, you know, I don't mind doing the ride thing, but I didn't. I hated waiting in that freaking line. Nothing to see. I hate that. Elbows. That's yeah, it. and then you smell the gas because back then it was still fuel. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't the whatever it is now. Was it natural gas they're using now or something like that or some mm-hmm. kind of propane, or whatever? But you know, like. Twenty thousand leagues under the sea was the same way. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, right. So we had, I guess, we had double. I yeah. mean, you talk about the lines. Yes. Yeah, that was a that was a similar line that I I didn't care to wait into. Yeah. Once I got into the boat, it was great. Mm-hmm. But yeah, both. I mean, they're very slow moving. It wasn't a fast turnover. There definitely wasn't a crowd gobbler. Um, but yeah, those are two lines that I definitely dreaded waiting in. Hey, you know, hey, when dude. I was when I was little. But let's say they just upgraded the the mobile, the car itself. The mobile. <laughs> yeah. I know. Panache. I was like, is that really panache? a... Yes. Pan- I'm with that. Panache? The mobile and the boat. And the panache. And the panache. Update the, the mobile fuel. Alabama. And get that the mobile. mobile Alabama. The mobile. Get the, the mobile gas. Well, you, you get that fuel in it. <laughs> that gasoline. And you get the accelerator. <laughs> <laughs> that brake key. You know? 
Braquet. The Braquet. That's right. I'm, I'm all international with mine. Right. That's that's it. Yeah, I mean, you're from New Orleans. Could it, could, I mean, couldn't it just stand and upgrade is my point. And then no. still have a little more. Yeah. An upgrade would be great. If they actually pulled like go-karts in there. That yes, really, that's what I'm saying. Something faster. Without the little railing in the middle. That Yes, that would be great. They'll never do it. No. Safety. They Safe. don't want they don't want people slamming into one another while they're driving. Hey, do y'all remember um, Back to the Future attraction at Universal? God, God yes. What about a uh, virtual Tomorrowland Speedway based like that? Where it's a motion simulator, but you know, you, isn't that what they're talking about doing with Wreck It Ralph? Though. Oh, you're right. Yeah, it is. You're absolutely right. Marty, Marty, <laughs> get some panache in there. Well, they could put Wreck It Ralph there. I don't mind them getting rid of like <laughs> the stitch ride, and, like and that whole area. Take yeah. that out. Way out. That would be my one problem with them getting rid of the Speedway is that it opens up a ton of space in Tomorrowland and they already have little to no clue what to do mm-hmm. with Tomorrowland as it is. Outside of Space Mountain and Buzz Lightyear, every other attraction, I'm sorry, People Mover, uh, and oh, Carousel Progress for those who are traditionalists, every other attraction in there sucks. The Tomorrowland stage is nonsense. <laughs> it barely gets used. Stitch, no. No. Monsters Inc., no. The Smartline Speedway, no. Uh, Buzz is the, about the only thing that gets like a huge amount of traffic. Well, Space Mountain. Oh, yeah. Space Mountain and Buzz, yeah. Astro Orbiter gets some traffic. That's true. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you could leave that up there. I think that's a beautiful. Um, it's kind of like those classic kind yeah. of rides. It's, that not even just cl- it's scary up there. It is scary up there. That sucker moves. You are high up. I, ro- I thought it was going to be nothing. I thought it was going to be I remember Triceratops Spin. <laughs> and I rode it with my nephew, and I was holding on to him with one hand and holding on to the side of the car with the other, being like, holy cow, we're going to die. <laughs> well, I don't, know die? If, I don't know if this is a Disney opinion, but I don't care to go on that ride. Because oh. you don't want to die? No, because I just don't. I, yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't care. It's scary. Right. You're yeah. up there, and it's moving. And the one in Disneyland's on the ground versus this one's like up on Rocket Tower Plaza. Exactly. But yeah, that would yeah. be my only concern is that you remove it. What are you going to put there? But there again, it, it's right next to Fantasyland. So wouldn't it allow you to expand Fantasyland a little bit more? Maybe shrink Tomorrowland a little bit? Would you, t- would you take a hedge maze like they do in, in France? I would. But I, again, I think it's a lot of, of space for something that sounds good. Mm-hmm. But it's not as good as it's like you know. Does I remember fit? my wife's a huge Alice in Wonderland fan, so that was part of the reason to go to Europe for that maze. To go to Europe it was to see the maze, and then when you saw it, 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 it underwhelmed. Mm. I mean, it's it's a hedge maze. It's not that high of a hedge. It's not that complex of a labyrinth. Yeah. Um, and you know the figures there are all like you know what you'd find over at City Park for. Right, right, when you right. go to Storyville or whatever it is. Look, obviously anything would be better. I just think that you open up a whole lot of space back there. Real estate is at a premium in the Magic Kingdom, and that's an obvious spot where you can easily go ahead and put something in there. The Tron Coaster. Tron Coaster. Oh, the Tron. Oh, that would be cool. Something Incredibles related could go back there. I'm with that Tron thing. That totally fits. Mm-hmm. I did, I think the part of just I agree with having to take out the speedway. I just think that since it's it's like what do you 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 still have to put something in there that fits with the theme of that you know of that land. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah no, and, it, and it could go either way. It's in between two worlds. Yeah, so basically. yeah, you could you could absolutely say 
we're going to give a little bit back to Fantasyland and put in another dark ride, put in another coaster, whatever you want. I mean, you've got enough room. That that place huge. That area is huge. Yeah. yeah. And you know, to be fair, if 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 we lost our speedway, I'm okay. I'm okay too. Because Disneyland still has their Autopia, which she just redid last year, sponsored now by Honda. Mm-hmm. So it still lives on there. Yes. And that's fine. They can have their Autopia. They can keep it. That's where it first started. That's where you see on the opening day of Disneyland footage, you know, uh, of guest stars driving on that. Uh, Sammy Davis lot, Jr. Sammy Davis Jr. Everybody, you know, so they can have that. We have our Tower Terror. You know, they got rid of theirs. Now it's I don't know. There's a sounding. That Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah, man. Have you heard good. some of the rumors yeah, about have, that? Yeah. That's sounding good. Yeah, but um, but anyway, yeah. So I, I wouldn't cry so much because I know Autopia's there. Toad is there. Yeah, so yeah, um, I'll be curious to know what everybody thinks about what they could put in that large piece of real estate. What would you like to see? Would I'd you- be curious to see if anyone bananas. is like, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> Lee said bananas. <laughs> oh, he said bananas. Cabanas. That man got it on his mind today. Dude, like, I maybe that's what it is. That's where, maybe that's where the permanent cabanas are going to be. It'll be a whole cabana village. That'd be, that'd be like a cult <laughs> right there. That that's too. That's a lot of cabanas. Cabana village. That would not be bad though. Cabana I, village. I, oh, I don't have a problem with the cabanas if you just get them out of my sight line. Yeah. As long as they they incorporate into a regular building, that's fine by me. But I like that cabana village. Cabana village. <laughs> cabana <laughs> village. They could have like a like a secret you know like club thirty three type entrance. Yeah. Mm, mm, out of sight, mm, out of mind. There you go. Mm-hmm. And then they can spend the money and ah, move the Odyssey restaurant to Tomorrowland. Dude. Instant dance party nightclub. You know, the Magic Odyssey. Kingdom after dark. <laughs> yeah. No, man, leave the Odyssey where it is. That is such a missed opportunity to turn that into a dance nightclub. Yeah, I'll give you that. Like a That's Euro true. style dance nightclub in the middle of. Yeah, in the middle the international of international showcase. Yeah, yeah so but I see what he's saying. World and world showcase. You got you got Cabana Land happening over there. You could go out there and party and just be like, I don't have to walk too far. Yeah, but they already have a stage in Tomorrowland where you could dance, and people don't really. Well, you know, they they can turn it into the Iliad. The Iliad. Yeah. So then you have <laughs> the, the Iliad, Iliad and the Odyssey. The Odyssey, right? Well, Disney After Dark, the nightclub. Watch <laughs> out, <laughs> Homer Land. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. That sounds that sounds like a great idea. I like that. Um, so, listeners, guys, we, we want to know what you would like to see. Would you like to see an expansion of Tomorrowland? Would you like to see an expansion of Fantasyland? If neither one of those, what would you think they should use for that piece of property? Would you be... Uh, this is what I really want to know. Would you have a problem with them getting rid of the Tomorrowland Speedway? Yeah, we can start with there. I mean, that, that is... An it's an that? original attraction. Yeah. Absolutely. If you're a traditionalist, maybe you're less prone to want to see them do away with it i look you know what i'd absolutely be fine with that i think they should do is move the carousel of progress to interventions oh i would be down with that i, that, I, think, that, I would be down with that yeah because i don't want to see them get rid of the carousel of progress altogether but it really doesn't belong in Tomorrowland. Mm-hmm. it really doesn't need to be taken up that real estate that could be used for better things you make something of that existing area like they said i mean you know, having a, a, a large-style theater show over there would be yeah. kind of cool. Yeah, I think so, too. You talking about in Interventions? I'm talking about oh, in, over in, in Carousel. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that would be pretty cool. And I think that Carousel of Progress thing would be great, too, because I think it, it, it fits better there than it does in Tomorrowland, because that's what of, it was based off of. And it saves some, it saves some money, too. Horizons was supposed to be yeah. Act 2 of Carousel of Progress. Exactly. You know, so... 
And when you think of Tomorrowland, think of all the properties that could fit in there. Big Hero 6, easily fit in right. there. Right, yeah. Tron. Tron, easily Tron. fit in there. Uh, Inside Out would easily fit in yeah. there. Mm. Um, I mean, Wreck-It Ralph could be in Flynn's Arcade. You know, oh, Flynn's arcade that would be a great. Yeah, I mean, you already have an arcade in there. You might as well just call it Flynn. But you talk, but you talk about like, like, uh, like, like Pixar stuff like that. I'd be like, have like again, like maybe like uh, another version of an art of animation. Wally. Wally, oh, Wally, yeah, yeah, another one that could come up with a really. I mean, I'd take a dark ride, slow ride of Wally movie. That'd be kind of fun. Coaster of Wally. Yeah, there's 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 a lot of things. Yeah, It, it really sucks that they really have not tried to do something more Tomorrowland. And hopefully this is a sign of thing, good things to come because this is, if they get rid of Tomorrowland Speedway, it really opens up some real estate. Yeah, and hopefully they'll get it done in time for the 50th anniversary. And hopefully the housekeepers can take care of it. And, and we, hopefully, hopefully they take a hint from my idea Uh-oh. and bring in Harryhausen's that sushi restaurant ah, <laughs> from Monster Zinc to go along with that atrocious laugh floor. I mean, you can get rid of the laugh floor altogether for all I care. And you that can way place you have some kind with, of a yes. halfway healthy option in yes. the Magic Kingdom. In Tomorrowland, know. yeah. Because all in Tomorrowland, you just got Cosmic Rays. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, the noodle station, but it, it, is that it's ever hardly ever open? Or even any, are they doing that anymore? It's just a dessert party. But yeah, that'd be yeah. great. A sit-down restaurant in Tomorrowland. Mm-hmm. With, you know, cabanas. with cabanas. With cabanas. So. I like that. <laughs> and I like lastly, I'm the cabana. when you think of trash, think of Akeem. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So guys, let us know what you think. What do you want to see? I thought like you miss you, it. When you think of trash, think of housekeeping. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that too. Um, yeah, so look, show at magicourway.com, man. Get in touch with us today and let us know your thoughts. All right, guys, we hope you enjoyed that episode. Man, there's a lot of things for you guys to chew, chew on and think about. So we want to hear your thoughts. Get in touch with us, man. Um, show at magicrway.com is our email address. Our website is www.magicrway.com. If you want to call or send us a text, you can do it at 1 815 MoWeekend. That is 1 815 MoWeekend 669 4226. And if you want to be like Officer MoWeekend and leave us a show open or you know, just leave us a voicemail, you can do it through our speak pipe on our homepage www.magicarway.com. It's on the right-hand side of the page, man. Just don't call Lee lovely. Yes. You call him anything else but lovely. It gives him a swelled head. Unless you ever so lovely. Oh, ever, ever so, so lovely. That's going to be your new race name. Ever so lovely. Ever race. so lovely. Ever race. so lovely, Lastovica. <laughs> nice. Luscious Lee. Luscious Lee. Kind of sounds like a wrestling bad guy. Kind of right? does. <laughs> he comes out, his hair's all poofed up. <laughs> yeah, like thunder yeah. lips. Hairy lips. <laughs> Since we're talking about you, Lee, man, how can they book a vacation with you, sir? Give me a call. 413-DIZ Trip. That's 413-349-8747. 413-D-I-Z-T-R-I-P. Email me at Lee at MagicRway.com. Check out the Facebook page at Facebook.com slash Lostavica Travel. L-A-S-T-O-V-I-C-A Travel. L-O-V-E-L-Y. <laughs> ever so lovely ever so lovely hashtag and if you include ever so lovely in your emails and correspondence you get a special prize from Lee Lastavica that's right mm, I'll blow you a kiss <laughs> wow <laughs> e- e- Eli save us now <laughs> yeah well tell them what they can do for you oh uh, well I'll tell you what you can do you can always you want to blow your kiss not what who Lee anybody buying your comic books 
Yeah, hey, look, read the story. You know about the glory. <laughs> you want to blow me a kiss? I won't miss. All right. Uh, look, you can always find me at www.ivorycarmus.com. There you're going to go and find some various art that I do. Then I draw and I write. And you know what? If you say, hey, look, I like your stories. You got this Project Geisha thing. You know, it's like this badass female, like, you know, kicking butt. That's right. I got that. You might say, hey, look, what else do you have going on? Well, you can see all those future pages. I got Savages coming out. I got some pages from the new Project Geisha graphic that was going to be coming out. I mean, she's flipping. She's fighting this gang wars, MMA fighters. Look, I go off. All right. That's what I do. Please feel free. Check out the website. You can also find me on Facebook. Uh, Eli H. Ivory. Project Geisha has an old Facebook page. Project Geisha on Facebook. Uh, you want to find me on Instagram. I'm eivory504. Twitter, Hancock10166. So, hey, if you got any questions about comics, about art, love the books, just let me know. Thank you. All right. So, guys, you can support the show in a bunch of different ways, man. We got links on our website. We got beignets. We got T-shirts. Uh, one of the best ways you could do is leave a rating and review wherever you listen to the show, whether it is iTunes, Stitcher, Blueberry, Google Play, etc. Uh, so, yeah, leave us a rating, leave us a review, let everybody know what the show is all about. Thank you very much. So, guys, we thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to us and making us a part of your Disney fan life. We appreciate you and love hearing from our listeners. All opinions are welcome on the Magic Our Way podcast, so get in touch with us today. So, Moeekins, ladies and gentlemen, we say Quaharini. My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. Magic out. I have every intention of eating those bananas for breakfast, but I still somehow end up with tacos. The necessities of Mother Nature's recipe. Hey, guys. Hey, you hear that? Yeah. Yes. You know what that is? Tony Bennett? It is Tony Bennett. Oh, man. Italians recognizing Italian. You know what song <laughs> he likes that? What song is he singing? Well, the song that Lee couldn't sing when he was trying to do it for the Navigator. Oh, wow. <laughs> hey, but do you, do you know what I'm listening it on? This is Mad Hatter Radio, which is an ra- online radio station of Disney fan stuff that we have partnered up with, man. How you like that? Partners here on the Gulf Coast, Magic Our Way and Mad Hatter Radio. Mm-hmm. Oh, creative buffs on radio stuff. That's like right. It. Yeah, it's good. It's another outlet. Uh-huh. You know, it, 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 what's good about it, yeah, let me tell you what's good about it. You hear Tony Bennett. Mm-hmm. But you could probably hear Bare Necessities done by like a, a metal group, a heavy metal group. You could probably mm-hmm. hear a country version of this. Oh, wow. You could probably hear like a funk version, James Brown type of, ha! Ha! give me a Bare Necessities. <laughs> oh, get on, get up again. Oh, yeah. You know? Hot tub, what you say now? <laughs> Disney. That's right. You can hear that all on the station, man. It's, <laughs> they don't just give you the normal spiels and, and, and r- attraction sounds, but they give you every creative variation that other artists have taken to the standard Disney songs. Like Tony Bennett right here. This yeah. little jazzy version of the Bare Necessities. You know? I'm thinking about Goodfellas right now. I don't know why. <laughs> bada bing, bada boom. Bada boom. Bada bing, bada boom. Bada boom. Boy, listen to this station, okay? It's good for you. It's good for me. It's going to go ahead. It's going to help you out. It's going to make me out. It's going to be really good. Okay? Man had a radio. Bada bing, bada boom. Just do it, huh?